You're listening to the San Antonio Public Library Podcast, tuned in. And here's Dan, Dan, and Diana. Well, I hope that's not too confusing. Hmm? This is Dan. This is also Dan. And this is Diana. Welcome to San Antonio Public Library's podcast, Tuned In. Today, we're talking about something called JSBC. It's the Job Center at San Antonio Public Library. What's up there, you guys? On the fifth floor of the Central Library, the Jobs and Small Business Center is a resource area that people can use in order to search for work, uh, create resumes, fill out job applications, and do some research in order to start a small business. You know, I think one of the one of the cooler things about that area is that it's there's only a few computers up there. That's that's absolutely right, Dana. So it's a little bit more calm. There's less distractions. It's usually quieter. You know, there's less movement. You the people get to concentrate. And that's essential if you're going to fill out a job application because you really want to concentrate and uh, you know put your put your best concentration efforts into what you're doing in the uh, in the connect area with. 68 computers, um, you know, it's really difficult to focus uh, when you have so much chaos going on around you. But in the Jobs and Small Business Center, where there's only 10 computers, it makes it a lot easier for you to focus. Um, It's certainly a lot more manageable for the staff, which means that we get the opportunity to provide a little bit better assistance, a little bit better targeted assistance for people that have questions about the job application they're filling out, or maybe they want uh, some resources uh, to help out with that resume, or maybe even just uh, be pointed in the right direction to places where they can be looking for work. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, and even some of the the patrons that have technological fears. You know, yeah, they, oh yeah. They may have been out of the workplace, or may have been working for a long period of time and have never applied online, and that's kind of the essential it's way new. to do it. Yeah. It is new. And so if they've never worked with computers, being in a larger kind of computer lab with lots of noise and that kind of anxiety, um, it helps to be up there with us in a smaller, quieter place. Definitely. It, it, I think I think when they come and they're new to it, uh, it, a lot of people don't realize they're trying to do two things at once. They're trying to learn the computer and they're trying to figure out how to fill out that application in the best way they can. And you're learning two things at once, especially the computer. It really takes, you want to give it take some deep breaths you know sure well yeah and a lot of people already come to us sort of intimidated by the idea that they're going to have to sit at a computer uh because as dan pointed out it could be the very first time they may have been in the workforce for 20 some odd years suddenly their job uh folded for whatever reason or you know they they retired and decided that they needed to come back into the workforce and they've never had to sit at a computer to fill out a job application much less actually use the computer to search for work a lot of these guys a lot of the folks that we've helped out uh they're the they're the sort of people that could walk into a place at one time grab the help wanted sign that was stuck in the window and sit down and speak with the manager and say hey look i'm i'm the person that you're looking for and you know and that was the the world then the world now, unfortunately, is you have to sit down at a computer and go through uh, that uh, often uh, Herculean task of going of getting through the job application, which could be 15, 16 screens uh, worth of uh, worth well, of pain. Oh yeah, and you know you get three hours uh, to you, you every every day. To, you get three hours to use the computer. And upstairs in the JSBC Center, those three hours can go by in a blink. Absolutely. But one of the nice things about the the Jobs and Small Business Center is the flexibility that we offer. I mean, we can, yes, the patrons get 
a three-hour time limit to use a computer, but if you're in the Jobs and Small Business Center, then we're much more flexible and much more accommodating, and if we need to extend the time and give them five hours on the computer, then that's that's what it's there for. And that's essential when they have tests. There's people that need certifications for food handling and et cetera, and some of those tests may be scheduled to be a three-hour test, but if you have to pause bathroom breaks, there's technical issues, which sure. sometimes they're not always compatible with what our software you know, they need that, that window and that comfort level to get those done. The TABC test comes to mind uh, right right up at the very top. I mean, that one is a, is an endurance test. Absolutely, yeah. It's a long time. Some of them are six hours. And the, uh, the food handler test, that's a common one too. And there's also upstairs on the... On the fifth floor is a bullet. You get the the classifieds, the Sunday classifieds to look through jobs. And there's a bulletin board. We post the uh, most recent jobs that are advertised in the San Antonio area. Oh, and a book collection. We have a we have a nice little oh yeah uh, curated book collection of things that uh, books resources that we have that are specific to people that are searching for work or starting small businesses. I particularly like the ones uh, the. Um, job searching advice books that we have for people that are making a transition that are changing careers or coming out of the military or maybe they've been incarcerated for uh for whatever reason and they're rejoining the workforce we have material there that can be useful for them yes you know one thing that that's important is to not just increase your comfort level with the applications but you know bring maybe younger family younger friends coworkers that can help you fill those out um, and know what the employer is looking for i mean we can help with the technological um, kind of getting you where you need to be if you have some printing or scanning issues occasionally but uh, we can't sit there and do like a job kind of one-on-one and help you fill out the entire application no we cannot but the uh, patrons can go to tutor.com from the libraries through the library's page and submit that uh, resume. Yeah, that's a great way to get feedback for your resume because unfortunately, I mean, we as library workers, we're, we're qualified to do a lot, but you know, some of us maybe don't feel a little bit, feel comfortable giving advice uh, on a resume. Um, you know, uh, we all have had to use them. But, you know, telling somebody, advising somebody what the best uh, approach is for them to prepare their resume in order for the type of career that they're looking for, we may not necessarily have that kind of, uh, of, of skill, uh, and Tutor.com does provide the opportunity. I, I think what Daniel was talking about is the fact that every once in a while, the, because of the way the reference department is structured, every once in a while there'll be only one reference team member assigned to the jobs and small business area, but we'll have 10 computers occupied and everybody needing assistance at the same time. Because we're not able to sit and work specifically with one individual, it is probably a good idea for them to bring somebody who's a little bit more familiar with the technology, a little bit more comfortable with the computer, to kind of help them along and guide them along. And then we can certainly be sort of like the overwatch of that and, and guide them in order to give them the opportunity to better help the individual that they're assisting. so And that's happened many times, actually. We've, there's been plenty of instances where people have brought somebody along uh, to basically be their scribe. I mean, the folks don't know how to operate the, the, the computer at all, but they'll bring a neighbor or a friend or uh, a community member or someone that that's there that's a little bit more familiar with the with the uh, with the computer and they'll sit down and do all you know do the 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 grunt work for them basically uh, while they supply whatever information it is that they need to 
um, that they need in order to fill out that application or create that resume. So uh, quick question for you guys, Dan and Diana. If uh, you were coming to the JSBC and you wanted to get a resume done, what, what do you bring along with you? I bring along a list of all the jobs and the address and the contact number, uh, all the tasks that I've done. But you know what? There's also um, a couple of websites <clears throat> that show the key words that that the, uh, the, 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 the when you submit your resume, that resume is probably going to get previewed by a computer before it gets reviewed by a person that's sure. going to employ you. So it's really good to have those key words. Um, uh, I think it's uh, the Dictionary of Outlook Handbook. I always I, Occupational Outlook. The Occupational Outlook Handbook. Yes. Oh, five years, and I still can't say that title. <laughs> um, and there's another one. It's the it's the it's O Star Net. It's the government's dictionary of occupational titles. Right. <sighs> <laughs> a couple of long syllable words there. Say that three times for me. <laughs> that, that, that. Um, but th there, you can look up any job job uh, occupation and get the key words. Yeah, because you want to pass that initial screening for sure. I mean, if you're, I mean, and this is one of the things that something like Tutor.com can be really helpful for. Is I think a lot of people have a misconception of what needs to go on the resume. So they, I've, I've seen some that are unfortunately. Uh, meandering um, and and very not very well structured um, and invariably they'll get they won't pass the initial screening they'll get bounced uh, in in that and they don't and then it doesn't move forward. Well, one thing <clears throat> that I can't say enough about bringing to uh, do your resume is your current contact information. If you're gonna put your cell phone number on there or an email address on there, you need to be able to access that email Absolutely. address now Absolutely. because the employers are going to respond to that email address and if you don't remember the password if it's not something that you regularly check and kind of forget about you may be getting job offers you may be getting referrals you may be getting requests for more information about your your job history and that job's not going to kind of happen so you have to have an email address that's current and we can help you set that up with a password you know how to check ways to check it and your current cell phone number so a little bit of preparation before you come in and sit down at the computer is, is a fantastic idea. And then the library has a tool that can take a lot of the struggle away from having to format one of these things. Um, it, Learning Express Library, it's a, a database that the, that the San Antonio Public Library subscribes to, and which has a actually a rather uh, robust resume builder. Uh, I, I like it because... You don't have to worry about how you're going to format your your resume in any way, shape, or form. It, it presents it in a form, uh, so you just go through. You provide the information that you want, and then you can select uh, from a set of templates to get the look, uh, the professional look that you that you want, that you desire. You know, I was when I write my resume. <clears throat> that's that's mainly what I'm concerned about is typing in all of my information. And right, Learning Express offers that template. They also offer a tutorial about what's in a resume, and I just thought I, I was I took that tutorial and I just didn't know what a resume was. Absolutely, there's a different sections that mean different things, and I felt like I could I could uh, make my uh, 
resume shine a little bit more after that. At least I knew what was going on. And that's what you it. really want. I mean, you want to stand out. We, we, we want the folks that use the Jobs and Small Business Center to create uh, professional-looking resumes, to create, you know, good uh, targeted applications that are going to lead to the most amount of success. And Learning Express will also take you through mock interviews. See, that's fantastic. So you can cut the sweat down a little bit. So Dan and Diane, you know, I always enjoy helping the patrons get their at least successfully submitted application. But do you have any wonderful kind of like job uh, stories that people got a job they wanted or needed? Anything stand out? Oh, that that happens frequently. Yeah, we just got an email the other day that somebody got a job uh, from from using that resource upstairs, the JSBC Center. And we have yeah. a boat bell. Of, of all the things that you could possibly imagine, we have a boat bell that hangs on the wall there by the reference desk. And uh, we want people to come by and tell us about their successful job searches. And then as a way to just sort of celebrate uh, that successful uh, interview or successful job search, we encourage them to ring the bell. And it scares everybody on the fifth floor because it echoes. That, that place is like a giant echo chamber. Um, but you know what? I mean, if you're, if you're happy and you know it, ring the bell. You know, the one one of the ones I remember the most was a woman who uh, had a kind of sort of a dream job. You know, she she'd been looking for a specific industry, and when she finally got that job, she was just so grateful. And she came back to share that news with us, and it just kind of made all of us as a staff happy. Yeah. To you know hear that you know these services are helping, and to see kind of her happiness, and it also kind of made the other patrons there kind of reinvigorated, like, I'm going to apply for more jobs. I'm going to get there. And right. So that kind of encouragement is, we're is there a very with good you. thing. Sorry to mean to talk over you there. <laughs> no, we're good. That was, that was one of my favorites. It's interesting how many people come in to the JSBC and they're actually looking for library work. It's a, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times, and that's to me, that's very, that's very fascinating. How many times in a given week we get people that come up there and say, how do you work here? What, what, what do you do in order to get a job at the San Antonio Public Library? And, you know, of course, as a department of the city of San Antonio, the journey begins at the city of San Antonio's human resources website with their uh, application uh, process. Um, but that can lead to some of the most enjoyable uh, work that you could possibly find. That's right. And, you know, I read uh, a long time ago, I was just so impressed, uh, this uh, somebody's son uh, wanted to be a doctor, and the gentleman uh, just didn't know how he was going to get this to happen for his son. And they happened to be at the visiting the doctor, and his father said, "Ask him if you can empty their trash can. Just volunteer. Just volunteer to do a little bit of work. Whatever you want to do, surely there is a place. And even if it's not the occupation that you want, if you can put down on your resume that you take time to volunteer somewhere." That's that's a really good point. That's a good selling point for you. You know, and we're not necessarily here as like job coaches or application coaches, but just remember, too, that it's a process and you're going to have to submit. We've all submitted many applications. We had to go through many sort of like filters and rejections and you get better at those interviews. You can sure you, you can feel bad about I didn't get that particular job. But what that does is now at least maybe that place knows you a little better. Or at least you understand a little bit more about what the interview process might go, you know, be like. And so you got it's a long process. There's a lot of people applying for jobs. And and don't and if you got that rejection, don't let that keep you from reapplying. Right. Right. 
and you know, I mean, it, it, one of the nice things about having us, having the the reference staff there available, is that we we get a lot of people that have an opportunity to who would probably otherwise be working on these applications in isolation. They wouldn't have anybody to bounce their ideas off of. Or even anybody just to kind of give them a little bit of encouragement. Or, just you know, to the cud. Yeah, exactly. With just, what's happening. And, and that, I think, has, has we have an opportunity to kind of help them ease that tension. Because it is, I mean, it's a tense process. It's something that, that maybe isn't the most enjoyable thing in the in the whole wide world. You know, but, but we're there to, to kind it, of it can be stressful. push them in the right direction. So, And one thing to know about our, our um, availability is... The, Whenever the library is open, the job search center is open. Right. We have okay. some departments that are closed sometimes, um, but it'll always be open, always available, and always staffed to help you. And so just since I made the dandy the, the three times, I'm going to try Bell Boat three times. Bell Boat, Bell Boat, Bell, bell, bell Boat. That was good. That was, that was, that was, that am was I, not even close. Am I hired? You're hired. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to San Antonio Public Library's podcast. Tune in.